Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. All right, time now for us to uh, head to Washington, D.C. and check in with our senior White House correspondent for Gray Television, Mr. John Decker. He's on our WHBC Newsline. Good morning, John. Good morning, Pam. Happy Tuesday to you. Same to you. Two topics we haven't uh, discussed in a while, actually. Um, Let's first start off with the possibility of a government shutdown. Well, that's right. So there's a deadline, uh, and the deadline is this Friday at midnight, and that is the time period in which uh, there needs to be an agreement of some sort to fund the government. Otherwise, we will run out of funding, and there will be a government shutdown. I don't think that's going to happen, though. The leader for Democrats in the Senate, the Senate Majority Leader, Chuck Schumer, has said what is likely is that there will be a continuing resolution which will fund the government through one additional week through December the 23rd. And I think that what uh, Republicans and Democrats who are negotiating uh, this particular omnibus spending bill uh, will likely come to an agreement they're not that far apart, really. It sounds like a lot of money, and it, and it is, don't get me wrong, $26 billion, But when you factor in that the omnibus spending bill, the entire budget for the rest of the fiscal year, uh, is $1.5 trillion, $26 billion, uh, really pales in comparison. So that's the difference between the two sides, and I think that uh, there's enough time, a week and a half, to come to some sort of an agreement. Yeah, because they're, they're really, at this point, just kind of kicking the can down the road, aren't they? They are. Yeah, that's what they do. You know that yeah. we have this conversation, I think, <laughs> every year at this time, Pam. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're kicking the can down the road for another week. Uh, and I think that uh, that's enough time for them to come to some sort of agreement. And what Republicans and Democrats want to do is to come to an agreement uh, this week uh, in order to to avoid the difficulty of dealing with the Republican-led House of Representatives in the new year. That's the importance in terms of getting this deal done uh, in the next week and a half. Well, speaking of that, they've got to figure out who's going to be in charge, right? (laughs) They do. Uh, That is something that also happens three weeks from today, January the 3rd. That's when the vote for the House Speakership comes up on the House floor. Uh, The front runner to be the next House Speaker is Kevin McCarthy. But uh, my dark horse candidate, Pam, is Steve Scalise, Republican congressman from Louisiana. Uh, I think he will be the next House Speaker. And the reason I say that, I do not think that Kevin McCarthy will get to the necessary threshold of 218 votes. Uh, and I think that what Republicans in the House, the House Republican Conference will likely do is to coalesce around the number two House Republican, and that is Steve Scalise. That's the reason I believe that he will be the next House Speaker. So how does that process work? I mean, how do they take the vote and all that kind of stuff? Well, they they take the vote in which every member of the House of Representatives has a vote for House Speaker. And uh, what we know is that Democrats will not vote for Kevin McCarthy. Uh, Republicans won't vote for uh, their uh, perspective uh, individual. I believe it's likely going to be Hakeem Jeffries. He's now the leader for Democrats in the House of Representatives, and neither candidate, in my belief, will get to 218 votes. And 
let's not forget, the Republicans have a, have a very narrow majority in the 118th Congress coming up, and that's the reason why they can't afford to lose any Republican votes. And as things stand today, Pam, six House Republicans say under no circumstances will they vote for Kevin McCarthy. So uh, he's not at 218 today. He may be at 218 on January the 3rd, uh, and that's the difficulty for him, the, the arithmetic uh, and how it plays out between now and three weeks from now. Yeah, and I mean— and I'm sorry, I keep asking this because I'm just it's just curious to me. So say, you know, Steve Scalise gets a certain number and say neither of them get to the 218. Then how does that work? <laughs> then they go to, you know, ballots. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. first round of ballots, second round of ballots. Uh, it's okay. been quite some time before we've gone to a second ballot uh, as it relates to determining who the next House speaker is. Uh, when I say quite some time, over 100 years. Uh, and so uh, that is what I think is unlikely to occur. Um, anything's possible. Uh, but if Kevin McCarthy realizes he's not going to get to 218, I don't think we're going to even see a vote on the House floor. I don't think he wants to be embarrassed uh, by that. It would be embarrassing. I think you'd see him take himself out of consideration. And that's when I think you'd see Republicans coalesce around their number two in the House of Representatives and that's Steve Scalise. Wow, that's going to be interesting to watch for sure. Um, so I'm glad we have you there. I agree. <laughs> to fill us yeah, in. I agree. It's a little bit of a soap opera. And let's not forget, Pam, I would not be surprised if former President Donald Trump inserts himself into this process. If Donald Trump says, Steve Scalise is my guy, oh my gosh, that pretty much seals the deal for Steve Scalise. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well that'll that'll be interesting. The only other thing that um, I had heard this morning was uh, a more serious—I uh, don't know if I should say more serious—but yeah, this, this effort to um, to get Mr. Whelan out of Russia. Um, it seems like they're really starting to um, you know ramp that up a little bit. I, I mean, they well, t- let's hope so. Yeah, I mean, we're you know uh, twelve days away from Christmas. It would be just so great to have. Uh, Paul Whelan back in the United States, back with his family in time for Christmas. Uh, it's difficult uh, because, uh, you know, the the Russians, uh, you know, are looking for someone that we don't have, you know, in terms of a swap. The, they would like to see one of their spies who's in a German prison released as part of the deal. And the Germans have said no way, no how. So uh, we'll see what happens to see if someone else perhaps uh, who's not a convicted spy who's Russian in an American prison can be traded for Paul Whelan. All right. Well, lots to to keep an eye on, John. We appreciate you coming on today. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dan. Have a great day. Bye-bye.